the comedies. What are you doing? Well, nobody's perfect. The westerns. Why, you're gonna pull those pistols and whistle Dixie. That'll be the day. And the romance. You'll always have Paris. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Hollywood Forever Podcast. Fasten your seatbelts. Telling the stories of Hollywood's classic years. It's going to be a bumpy night. Any first date, you can ask anybody I've ever did it. Any first date, I have this list of questions I, I, I ask on, on, from a website. <laughs> and it's, and, and uh, one of the questions says, if you know the, the, end, the, the world's going to end at the end of the year, what would you do? And I always say, I would do what, at the, what happened at the end of this movie. Be with somebody I love, trying to calm them down, make sure they smile, make, make sure the last thing I see is their smile. If I'm going to die, I'm going to make sure... I'm gonna, I'm, don't give me don't give me that fucking face. <laughs> if, I, if I'm going to die, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to see somebody happy. All right. Uh, um, You're such a good-hearted person. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Masty Bitters. And again, I got to say what shirt I have on. This says, kiss whoever the fuck you want. Uh, shout out to, shout out to uh, gentleman Cracky Lacking uh, for making this shirt uh, and cracking stuff. Um, uh, she is now the official partner of Masty Bitters, so she'll be making all our merch. And my name is DeAndre Robinson. These are my friends. Say hello, friends. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Evan Hemataki. Uh, a couple of things real quick. First things first, I want to shout out Locker Room Ladies. Listen, uh, it's a podcast, and if you guys really want to hear an interesting take on sports, you always want to hear it from the female perspective because as guys, we have a bunch of opinions. But this podcast is for you if you like hearing the other side of the coin. These women talk about all things sports, so go ahead and give them a listen. Locker Room Ladies podcast. Uh, second thing real quick, um, your boy is one half vaccinated. I decided it was time. Um, so, uh, and last but not least, with that being said, um, how you doing? Uh, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, it's your boy CJ, AKA Michael Sarah's trainer. And, uh, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, yeah, we got to give a shout out to, uh, make her laugh podcast. Yo, oh, yeah, yo, this, this joint is pretty funny. Yo, yo, check it out as he does the most ridiculous shit to make his wife laugh. Check out Make you know, Make Her Laugh podcast. Hey guys, it's your girl Cam back for another week. Of course, I have no podcast to shout out <laughs> except this one. If you're listening, thank you. I know I'm your favorite, so keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> and what's up, everybody? I'm Edgar, Edgar the Storm Chaser, Edgar the Photographer. I don't care which one you use, but hello, everyone. Edgar, the only re uh, repeat non-hosting now guest yes. on the show. But the Edgar, the only person that guess. has a shirt with his name on it. Why don't I have that? Yo. <laughs> this takes real guts, by the way. I want that. <laughs> to wear your own oh, face. Uh, so big shout out to Edgar to come on for the second time. Uh, we will be doing uh, this with Edgar uh, and talk about all things uh, natural disaster today. So before we start, uh, next week, uh, we are going to keep doing our, our guest uh, month. And speaking of Alexis Himataki, 
She is going to be our our guest next week. Yay! I'm so excited. I, I want to see how many Yay. times I've heard, I'm, I'm got it true, and I, I ain't told Evans yet, but I'm going to try to. I want to see how many times I can get Alexis to smack the shit out of him. <laughs> Let's do topic number one. Topic number one is the best natural disaster movie. I got a couple honorable mentions in this one. Um, the first one being San Andreas. Um, it's a rocks movie. So, I mean, take that with what you will, but it's based in, in some sort of reality with the San Andreas fault line. Um, Poseidon, um, to me, is really good. It's a, it's a remake of a classic old version of the movie, but whatever, I've only seen the newer version. And then Perfect Storm. Um, those are my three honorable mentions. With that being said, my choice was 2012. Um, for those who don't remember, and if you don't, where the fuck were you? The world was supposed to end on December 21st, 2012. Uh, fun story. I was actually driving to California at that time, and I was like, if we're going to die, can I die in my sleep? And we pulled over to a hotel and, and, and went to bed. Um, no, the only reason I picked this movie is because I picked my stuff. Like I, I like this movie because it's sort of – not everything that happens in it is based on what would actually happen, but the, the plot of it actually to me was, was what intrigued me because the Yellowstone supervolcano is a real thing that if it were to erupt could end up basically being the death of everyone. So that's why I chose this movie. Um, it, it, by all means, it, it's a blockbuster movie. So it's, it's got a bunch of over the top shit. Um, and that is what it is, but this is the movie I chose. I actually enjoyed it, but I mean, I know it's not for everybody. So I actually don't hate 2012. I'm one of those people that like, though for the most part, I'm very much a stickler sometimes about details being accurate. The natural disaster movie category, I always give a pass because to be honest, we can't really know what the fuck exactly would happen. So when they get all super extra about it, I'm just like, fuck it why is it not possible how would we know it so you know what i mean like i always give them that that window um i don't hate 2012 i know that like ratings wise it didn't get the best love but i think that's only because by the time 2012 came out a couple good natural disaster movies had already come out and i feel like people were kind of just like harsh about it but i didn't mind it i didn't i don't think it's number one but i don't think i would rate it as roughly as some people did online. Um, with that being said, for the record, I want to say this at the beginning of the episode, if I die, I won't die fast. So this is not the worst way for me because at least it's just like, look, let's just get this over with. <laughs> like, she, wants, she wants the Danny Glover treatment just to be standing there like, Bring it on, motherfucker. No, because it's just like, it's different when you know you can't run from it. When you can potentially run from it or get away, you always have this hope. You're always trying. You always, you know what I mean? When there's no way to run from it, it makes you accept it. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. And so when I was watching this, I was just like, yeah, I probably would just go ahead and die. Like, I'd probably just get, get close, get comfy, and just call it a day. <laughs> I'm going to run down this movie, okay? Okay. All right, first things first, cell phone, and some, one of the first scenes, somebody's driving with a cell phone and getting into an accident. Uh, the main character uh, is newly single and divorced. Uh, the day of the trip, his, his vehicle breaks down, and he is late to see his kids. Then we get to see his kids. Uh, his, uh, his wife or ex-wife has a new boyfriend. Um, then some 
cut to a new scene where some natural that some scientists say what's going to happen. Uh, then he gets his assistance to say they triple check it. Uh, and then in California gets an earthquake. Uh, and then there's a huge crack in the roads. Uh, then somehow they get into a plane. Uh, we, we get to a plane, they get into a black Lincoln. Uh, um, the the uh, the the, like, the new boyfriend dies somehow. Um, Always love it. Always okay. gotta love it when the new bitch yeah. dies. New boyfriend dies somehow. Uh, then uh, the plane run out of gas. The plane run out of gas. You got dipped out of the plane. Um, the disaster hits a major, uh, like a major, like fun site. Uh, then an earthquake come. Then a tsunami come after that. Then they get on the boat, and then some guy get a leg injury. Then the boat, the then the boat uh, start flooding. Then some girl gets into trapped into this little ass room with, with, with rising water. The main character saves the little girl or the girl. The family get back together. And then there's an aerial, aerial view of Earth. That is 2012 and San Andreas. Literally, yeah, San Andreas yep. is just on it's in California. No, it's literally, literally scene for scene. That's the same fucking movie. <laughs> it's, it's the same damn scene for scene. It's the same movie. It's just a little bit of concept that's done. It's literally the same movie. They I'm were not like, saying, let's do it again, but... But put, put the rock in it. Put the rock in it. Let's do the game, but put the rock in it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm with Cam as well. I don't mind 2012. I want people that didn't mind 2012. The only thing about 2012 is the fact that they tried to remake it and call it something, something else and put the rock in it. That's it. So that's my argument that maybe Sandra's could be better to some people than to Blue Eyes and it has the rock in it. I disagree with you guys. I think this movie is so fucking overrated. Uh, the graphics and the CGI were fucking terrible, especially at the beginning. You know, it was, you know, the limo scene was just a horrible green screen. It, you know, it just looked stupid. Like, it's, like with the limo scene, you know, instead of being an exciting chase scene, it just looked dumb as hell. Uh, I was very, very disappointed. Uh, and and when he uh, when he jumped the fucking RV, I was mad. I almost, I almost turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, you you was not. No, that, that shit was dumb as fuck. And then this idiot is supposed to be going to get the map. You know, instead of just grabbing all the maps and then running, no, I'm sitting there and look through all the maps, dude, while this motherfucker's falling off a cliff. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Dude. Oh, dude, no. This movie, this, movie was so, this movie was so stupid. Dude. Like, the aerial scenes look like somebody playing micro machines in their backyard. Like a Dude, like, oh, there's just all this shit. There's so much garbage in this movie. And, oh, and in the arcs, there's cameras, like, literally everywhere. Like, oh, yeah, you want to see anything, anywhere, there's a camera there, like, right in, right in somebody's face. Like, dude, like, come on, how ridiculous is that? And that, dude, that kind of, that kind of insulted me. Like, no, <laughs> my, my intelligence is way better than that. Dude. that but, no, it was just, this movie, I thought it was just hella stupid. It was ridiculous. Like, the only redeeming quality of this, in this movie at all was they saved the dog. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> what? You mean not superhero Russian dude say, take my boys? <laughs> Ooh. Actually, when he died, I laughed. Like, fuck you. He, he screwed over so many people in that movie. Fuck him. Let me, I, I will say the most unrealistic scene for me in this movie was when he landed the plane on the side of that mountain. I'm like, dog. 
I don't care how soft snow is, that plane is heavy. And that's a big bitch. But yeah. and not only that, he fucking sat there. Like, dude, like as soon as that shit hit, I would have been up and gone running for the back. Look, he just sat there like a fucking idiot. And then fucking fell off the edge. Look, yeah, you deserve to die, bitch. 2012. Yeah, that movie, I don't know. It's it's trash. Okay. <laughs> so first of this all, this is good. This might be a running all, this, theme for Edgar. First of all, this movie is based around a conspiracy theory, right? Mm-hmm. Like 2012, the Mayan calendar. It was when the world was all going to end, right? Yo, and everything about it. I know that you said, you know, that we. So science doesn't change. So it doesn't matter what, like, the things that happen in that movie can't happen because science is science. It's not going to change. So I don't know. It's all BS. Like, cars are like, you know, like he's like jumping, like, you know, like earthquake, like, you know, 150 feet with a car, all kinds of crazy stuff. It's just not realistic not even um a little bit the best the only thing i like about this movie is that danny glover is the president because danny glover is legit and uh and donald glover is better is but black. Uh, my lambo's blue uh, <laughs> there you go uh, i also wanted to say before i move on to my movie that the 2012 conspiracy is for the new people y2k is what we were worried about all right bitch <laughs> Fuck your 2012. We thought all of all the electronics was going down, which is a way bigger disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, I do have an honorable mention. Cloudy without a chance of meatballs, one and two. <laughs> but with that being said, my movie is the day after tomorrow. Um whenever I think of a natural disaster movie. There are always two that come to mind. One that's really kind of old school and this one. Um, Because somehow I feel like this is exactly what happens when you don't think global warming is real. (laughs) Like, like, I I just feel like one day the powers that be, God, Buddha, whoever you think is at the wheel of this whole thing. Nature. Whatever. Whatever you think it is. Is one day just gonna get sick and tired, be like, you know what, let's wrap this up. And just <laughs> and it's just gonna <laughs> speed this process up. And the way it happens is very much accurate. I feel like out of some of the movies that are kind of similar, the details are better um, in my movie. And so I really like it. I'm just really, really, really pissed at the New York part. Cause I'm from New York. And I would think that my people were smarter than that, (laughs) but they're not, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it shows. And so it also shows how much people don't take shit serious. Like they see things on TV and they're like, oh, it's over there. Nothing can happen here. I'm in my safe little bubble. Or if something does happen, people are quick to pull their fucking phones out instead of running like you should be okay so i don't know i felt like the movie captured a little bit more realness um yeah i just like this movie um, oh boy first things first let's look good about the movie i'm, I'm not probably gonna say her name wrong but emmy ross emmy rossum emmy rossum emmy, emmy i knew right where you were going with emmy it Rossum. i, I did love, too uh, i love not, not because it's shameless i thought evan was gonna do it though but not because it's shameless though because of the fan of the opera she, she was the main girl in Phantom of the Opera, and she killed that fucking role. If you've you ever seen the movie Phantom of the Opera, go watch. If you've seen the fucking play, go watch Phantom of the Opera. That shit's amazing. All right, I love Phantom of the Opera. Uh, the good thing also for to be a 2004 movie, 
don't get it. Nobody say the visual for this movie for this movie is fucking beautiful. Like the visual for the movie, like the editing visual for the movie is fucking great. I will give it that. The bad things. This acting is so fucking horrible in this movie. <laughs> acting is so horrible in this movie. I'll it's Jake like, Gyllenhaal. <laughs> what do you expect? This acting is the worst. <laughs> All right. Se- se- second thing is, you said realistic. This is nowhere near realistic. This motherfucker. <clears throat> What do you mean? If global warming, where it definitely would go from? Oh no, no, no! I, I, okay, let me phrase that. I'm not saying the, Be the more whole. Specific. I, I'm not saying the whole thing about global warming. Global warming, I, I believe in global. I, I believe in global warming. I know for a fact. However, how they went about it wasn't realistic. This, this motherfucker walked through because... two. This motherfucker walked through two hours of storms trying to find his find, trying to find his son, and then and then freeze when, when he said he's supposed to die when you walk when you walk we walk between those motherfuckers. Uh, That's Emmy because Rush- all those people weren't were never mind. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Sorry. Emmy Russell get get a, like a staff infection or whatever that shit was and, and, and um and shit. Uh, I, I've got one in her legs some some shit and and she's supposed to be the smart. She wasn't realistic. Uh, um, there was He's so just a smart many- high schooler, not a doctor. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, there's so many dumb people in this, including the vice president and the vice president. Remind me of our. That's not realistic. No, no, no! I didn't say that. I said I'm saying that. <laughs> that shit reminded me of a uh, past president. Um, <laughs> uh, does it rhyme with somebody's wrong? <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, so, so that happened, and then, you know, the, the worst thing about this movie is Dennis Quaid. Two, well, that's that too. But the, uh, nah, Jake is definitely worse than Dennis. Uh, two days, but he's hotter. <laughs> Uh, the worst thing about this movie was two days before the day after tomorrow. If you don't know what that is, that is season nine, episode eight of South Park. Ah. <laughs> they, God damn it, they Jay. did it better. <laughs> South Park, if South Park did it better, then you know the shit is worse. <laughs> they know the shit is worse. South Park did it better. It was much that, that episode was much more enjoyable than the two hours and whatever minutes was was uh, this fucking. Was movie. there more cursing in it? All right, day right, after tomorrow. All right, wait. Well, first off. Let me say that uh, doing the research for doing the research for this topic, uh, uh, learn something about myself. I, I guess I'm not really into natural disaster movies. You know, I'm definitely into the disaster disaster movies, but natural disaster movies, I guess I'm not really into. You know, now this now that being said, this movie oh, was just okay. It was all right. You know, I oh, it probably would have been better if it wasn't a PG-13 rating. Cause they didn't really show nobody dies. Like they did the stupid like cut away right before somebody was going to die. They did the stupid cutaway, you know, or they, yeah, they just move the camera away or they cut something else. And you're like, dude, that's fucking weak sauce. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I want to see that motherfucker fall and break his back. No, you, oh, you gotta show that shit. It's a disaster movie, man. Let's see, let's see the disaster. I agree. But, yeah, <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, that was that was hella weak sauce. But uh, other than that, the movie wasn't all that bad. You know, it has it has some good character development. The acting sucked, but there's some good character development. You know, fucking the visuals were fucking amazing, like I said. You know, but uh, you know, the movie actually held my attention. You know, I was I was actually interested. You know? All right. Now, don't get me wrong. I yeah, I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch this movie. But if you know, if I woke up and it was it just happened to be on, yeah, I might not turn it. I like this one a little bit more than 2012. Um. But it's still, uh, like, you know, it's pretty far-fetched. But I like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. So, yeah, say what you want about that. Uh, he was, 
I, I, I like him way better than John Cusack. So I know people will probably hate on that, but it is what it is. They are two, um, hey, they are two cups of tea kind of uh, kind of actors. Either you well, like also him or you Dennis, don't. I also like Dennis Quaid too, and I think he's in this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, he he's the dad. Like he has that legit. I don't know. Dennis Quaid has a crazy looking smile. I don't know. I feel like he always should have been the Joker or something, but like you know, he looks like the Joker, like Jack Nicholson or something. But anyway, uh, sorry. we uh, I, I disagree with that. Dennis Quaid had that that pedophile smile. I'll give them nobody said like, yeah. like I was not <laughs> like creepy one. <laughs> I would not allow yeah. like, my kids at all. Oh. But yeah, I, I mean, I like this one. This one, actually, I, I mean, I still think the stuff that happens in it is really unrealistic, but um, I don't know. I feel I, I do like this one better. It just has a better all vibe for me. Okay, so Cam kind of gave me the benefit of the doubt saying she liked 2012. I actually don't mind the day after tomorrow. Um, there's a reason when, when Edgar told us to pick his pick because he didn't know if he was going to be able to make the pick. That's the first thing that popped into my head um, because I actually don't mind this movie. Um, now, with that being said, Dre, yes, Emmy Rossum is in this movie. I like Emmy Rossum. Uh, it was mainly for Shameless, because let's not forget the horrible rendition that she was as Bulma in Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, um, God. <laughs> Evan, why do you bring up some horrible fucking movies? And with, <laughs> with that being said, this is that weird point in Jake Gyllenhaal's career. It's after Donnie Darko, mm -hmm. but it's before, um, fuck, what is that one movie? Jarhead. So it's it's the, it's the, the Day After Tomorrow and Brokeback Mountain were two big movies in this. Mm -hmm. That's a whole different area of Jake Gyllenhaal's career. But with that being said, let's actually talk about the movie. I did not mind the movie. Um, like Cam said, this is what happens when you don't believe in global warming. But like DeAndre said, it's really unrealistic. Like, yes, a tsunami could hit New York to the point where it, it causes water that's deep. But the entire world, I think, would have to be flooded to have water that deep to where it would be standing. That's what happens in the movie. The oceans level rise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everywhere. But but the reality of them rising that high, it's just it was it was different. But the thing that really tripped me up was that fucking boat coming through. Like that was just unrealistic as shit. Um, them fucking content them freight like them freight boaters are huge. So no, it's it's not I, I don't mind the movie. I really don't. Um the worst part of this movie for me is Jake Gyllenhaal. Um why <laughs> me and Trey do the same thing. <laughs> I'm just Funny. saying, the, the worst part of this movie is Jake Gyllenhaal. That scene where he's like on the phone, and he's like, <laughs> God damn it, Jake. And then he's and like, Jake Gyllenhaal haters in here. He's ripping the books <laughs> up and throwing them in the fire. And I'm just like, dude, that's so dramatic. Um, but no, it's it's not a bad movie. It's just not perfect, obviously. Natural disaster movies have a very rough time of being perfect because they're realistically, like Cam said, how can we judge exactly what's going to happen? Because we don't, we can't. I'm mentioning uh, Deep Impact. Mama mentioned. All right, I don't, I don't mind Deep Impact that, that much. Uh, I'm with CJ. That's what she said. Yeah, she better. <laughs> uh, she better. I, I'm with CJ. Uh, I natural natural death movies are not my forte. Clearly, um, I will give somebody. Uh, I can't fuck with it. However, that's 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 just a rare occasion. Uh, most of these are not that good to me. With that being said, uh, I did pick a I did pick a movie that's coming up, but I decided to go with funny, and well, funny to me, uh, and I went to seeking a friend for for the end of the earth. Um, it's a Steve Carell movie. 
I, I love I, I don't mind stick around uh, and certain things, the office, all kind of good stuff. Um, I forgot what her the, the girl name from. I forgot her fucking name. I should look this up. But uh, but it's it's based about uh, Karen Knightley. Karen Knightley, yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yes, yeah, Karen Knightley in it from Pirates of the Caribbean and Collateral Beauty. Um, so, uh, it's basically about a guy, first of all, the, the earth is about to get blown up by this major meteorite, uh, or asteroid. Named Matilda of all things. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, they're about to get blown up uh, and everybody knows they're about to die. People will commit suicides, riots, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, people have orgies and shit, <laughs> orgies and shit. Uh, um, uh, Steve Carell's wife, when they first found out they, they were all going to die, just bounced on them. Like, just, just fucking bounced. Just fucking left. <laughs> she ran out the car so fucking fast. <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, Karen Knightley's character was, was a neighbor of Steve Carell's, um, and she was going through basically a breakup of her own. Uh, but she lived across the pond. She lived in Australia, and she wanted to get home. Uh, so, and also, she had a letter from his ex-girlfriend that he wanted so he said that if you take her to see his ex-girlfriend, I'll get you across the pond. Or hopefully get, get you across the pond. They go on a little adventure. Um, some some guy uh, called in a suicide for him. Like he actually got a murder suicide. Like he actually called an agency to help kill him. Like it was it was weird. Well, murder suicide. Uh, they did have sex once. Uh, the the dad was actually the pilot. Um, that, but he didn't like his dad that much. I understand that. Um, he actually did get her on the plane. But she made the dad uh, turn around to come back to him because they fell in love. And at the end, they die in each other's in each other's arm. She smiles because she said that she's she, she's a, her favorite. He's a favorite uh, girl, and she smiles, and they and then they all everybody dies. Um, now, first and first, uh, any first date you guys, anybody I've ever did it, any first date I have this list of questions I I, I ask on, on from a website, <laughs> and it's <laughs> and. and uh, one of the questions says, "If you know the earth, the, end, the the world's going to end at the end of the year, what would you do?" And I always say, "I would do what at the, what happened at the end of this movie. Be with somebody I love, try to calm them down, make sure they smile, make make sure the last thing I see is their smile. If I'm going to die. I'm going to make sure. Don't give me don't give me that fucking face. <laughs> if, I, if, if I'm going to die, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to see somebody happy. All right. Uh, um, You're such a good-hearted person." Uh, fuck you. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. With that being said, I, I love this movie. It's, it's not, I mean, uh, to say it's not realistic. I mean, an asteroid could could uh, destroy the Earth, um, uh, and it, 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 I feel like this movie is more realistic than most movies on on on, on this on this thing because this, this this the world will go to shit and we all find out we're gonna die soon. All right. Oh, facts. Yeah. So, so. I love this movie. I think it's one of Steve Carell's best movies uh, or anything that he, he, he done. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's my movie, Seeking a Friend for the End of the Earth. First off, I gotta say, if I knew like the world was gonna end, the world was gonna end in a year, you know, I'd end the year like the same way you were saying, and like the same way at the end of the movie. I, that's definitely how I want to end it. But like, I'm wrecking shit for a whole year. <laughs> I'm fucking up everything. Yeah, yeah, yep. You and everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's go- yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a straight apocalyptic. Yeah. 
don't be the rain late or <laughs> fucking shit up. <laughs> Anyways, now back to the movie. Yeah, I, I actually like this movie. <laughs> you know, don't get wrong. It started off, it started off kind of slow and dry, but then it fucking picked up. You know, especially at the party when they had the kids taking it to the head. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a cop. laughs> He's like, "Yeah, go, 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 kids!" Oh, uh, yeah, oh yeah. It picked up from there. And uh, this shit is fucking hilarious. You know, a lot of funny parts. You know, oh, especially when they got fucking pulled over. And she gave that. She had kind of that story. Like, yeah, you go. Let's go. He's no, he said, he said no. No. <laughs> no. No. Fuck dude, out of here. I, dude, I, I, I laugh so hard. Man. I think I woke one of the ladies up. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, that shit. That shit. Have you died? So funny. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. It's not like my favorite, the favorite movie of, the, of this group, but it, it's pretty funny. And yeah, everybody should watch it. At least once. So yeah, this movie. I I actually love. I love this movie. I'm actually, I don't know why it didn't come to my head when we uh, talked about, uh, you know, disaster movies, but it should have. Um, but yeah, like this movie is super rad. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Steve Carell as well. Um, Dre, so yeah, I mean, I literally have zero complaints about it. I love, it was dramatic and I think it was probably one of the best movies Steve Carell's ever been in. So yeah, I don't have anything negative to say about this one. This one was dope. When Steve Carell journeys into serious movies, I think Steve Carell is fantastic. Um, Steve Carell, he was in Crazy Stupid Love, and that was a good movie. Um, and then he was in this. And I will tell you this, Dre, I was skeptical going into this. I was pleasantly fucking surprised by this movie. Um, Cam has hit it right on the head when we were starting earlier. I like a good cast. This movie has a surprisingly really good cast. You have Steve Carell, Kieran Knightley, um, Connie Britton, for those who watch the TV show Nashville, um, she's in Nashville. Um, Nancy Carell, who is Steve Carell's real right. life wife, but she's also his side piece in the office when he wasn't dating Jan, which I love that. That was a nice little touch. Um, you have a really early in her career, Amy Schumer. Mm -hmm. You got Rob Corddry. Uh, Patton Oswalt is in this, which I like Patton Oswalt. And then uh, a really early TJ Miller. Um, Gillian Jacobs from Community. So there is a lot. Martin fucking Sheen's in this movie. Martin mm -hmm. Sheen is the dad. The dad. Um, listen, uh, one real thing I want to touch on, Dre. You said across the pond, and then you said Australia. Across the pond, she lives in England. I, I, I thought it was Australia. My fault. But no, you're good. Uh, that's across the other pond. Yeah. But no, uh, when, when people usually say across the pond, they refer to England. Mm, um, so yeah, she's from England. Um, I really like now you get you get um, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I, I like I said, I was pleasantly surprised uh, a couple things. I got notes on this one because this was this is a long ass title. <laughs> Seeking a friend for the end of the world like that doesn't just roll off the tongue. Um, but I'm going to be like to kind of touch on what CJ said, too. If they party this hard with 14 days left, could you imagine one day left? Like everybody just going fucking nuts and killing people, and it's the purge. Let's be real. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Listen, if if you if you better not be if, if I don't like you, you better not be near me the last day. Or better not be nowhere near me. If I don't like you, oh God, shit! It's like uh, pum pum. Everybody got die. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so uh, so we get a group together and hunt them all down. Mm -hmm. I, I like how she said earlier in the movie, she's like, I hope I run into you, you know, at like an orgy or something. And then all of a sudden, 
they go to fucking that that uh restaurant, restaurant. Frenzies, <laughs> and everyone's high on something and they're like happy birthday gives them a kiss and the other girl gives them a kiss and he's like can i get in on this it no, was, no the, the girl gave the, the Asian girl gave him hit. The girl about to give him hit. She, she was trying to. He said, like, "Oh, we gotta go." <laughs> wow. No, listen, listen. I actually was. I, I was like I said. I was really surprised by this movie. I didn't think I was gonna like it as much. Um, but when Steve Carell does funny or does serious, to me, Steve Carell doesn't miss. Okay, you guys pretty much didn't leave much for me to say. I do love the movie. It was funny. I'm glad I watched it. I hadn't seen this one before. I am a huge Steve Carell fan. It was hilarious. The only thing I actually didn't like was the little Titanic ending. Like, like I get it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, you guys are only falling in love because you know you're going to die. That's not real. Like, that's, like, I don't like that shit. But at the same time, I understand it because you're trying to find some level of comfort before your death. I completely understand that, but I don't like calling it love. I did think that I thought it was gonna thing. like I thought it was gonna hokey doke us and and do that shit where like oh oh right. guess what it, the they, meteor they, missed yeah. us oh, we made it. and then no it's just like a flash of light yeah, yeah. They, they, they all died um, I was surprised so, that happened too like when they got to the whole little bed thing it gave me a flashback to that old couple in the Titanic movie and I was like but that couple had like been together and then died I was just like y'all just couldn't be who y'all want to be with and y'all was gonna die so y'all just made some moments and cool now you're here now um flash 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 love is not love for me it's cool not diminishing it i just don't like calling it love per se but outside of that i love this because it's like it mixes serious moments with hilarious shit which is what i always suspect like suspect expect from anything with steve perel he's amazing um, and so, yeah, I would love to go to friendlies. I definitely would be one of them niggas. Fuck <laughs> like, it, we all go down and kiss me. <laughs> They're like, you want marijuana? Yeah, join the train. <laughs> 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 that, was the train. That, wasn't, that wasn't the only train that, they was trying to form that night. That's that true. I'm not getting into that, but free flowing, everything. I, I love the idea of that. I love the idea of having a space and time before you die where you get to really see the truth of everyone. You want heroin? Yes. His, his best friend's wife tried to fuck him. His best friend tried to fuck him in the bathroom. And she, met, she said it perfect. I'm not anybody's anymore. 14 yeah. days, we dead. Days we dead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, uh, To be honest, I like that idea. We're all dead in two weeks from now. There's no reason for, you know, fake personalities. Like it's the one chance in life that you're gonna get to actually see the real neighbor, the real wife, the real sister. The, you know what I mean? Like the idea of that, I love that. So yeah, it's dope. And I would love to have a two week to two months to six months to one year heads up that we all gonna die. That should be great. All I'm saying is if that happens, if anybody listens to this that don't, that don't like me or, I don't, or you know I don't like you, Run, better fucking run. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if I'm gonna spend my last days chasing people down because I know you're gonna die. But if you cross my path, bitch, I'm killing you. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, I want them to go first though. That's what I'm saying. I want want them to go first. Yes, like I want before I die to see you. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, we all. Yeah, we all go down once. 
I'll make sure you go first. Uh, so my movie is Twister. Big surprise, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, so as a storm chaser, uh, Twister is kind of like, you know, it's kind of a big deal. Um, it got, a, mainly because Twister got a lot of people into storm chasing. And I'll say for the most part, the, the movie is somewhat realistic. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why I like it. I, I do kind of get um, a little uh, annoyed with like these over the top Hollywood movies that depict what natural disasters are like, but it's like not even close. You think I mean, Sharknado's not a good movie? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, the thing is, it's like natural disasters are crazy on their own. It's like, you don't really need to add a lot of Hollywood to it. But Fuck, you know, right? Ho- Hollywood does Hollywood. So, you know, it does what it does. Um, but yeah, so, I, so I'll tell you that every, the way I wanted to talk about this is I'll tell you the things that aren't realistic in it. One, the ending. When, that, when they go inside that little tiny, like, that little shed, <laughs> and they, like, wrap a belt around them, and a, and, a, and, a, and a tornado goes over them. Yeah, I call BS on that. Um, I've been on the edge of a tornado. I've gotten the back of my car picked up by a tornado and slammed down. Um, that would have just, even if you would have gotten picked up, even if that rope belt would have held, you would have gotten smashed by debris flying like 150 miles an hour. So I don't know. Uh, that's the only unrealistic part, but the rest of that movie, it's pretty legit. Um, I'll have to say as a storm chaser, when I'm out storm chasing, I, I was out chasing all day today. You run into a lot of other chasers. Everyone quotes, everyone quotes this movie when they're out. <laughs> one of the big ones, it's going green. That's the one they get. Or we got cows. Cow. The two, like, Another cow. I hear like, I hear like that about 45 times a day. And when I'm doing my live streams, like everyone's always typing that in the whole time. Like, um, and, and I love this movie so much. I literally have a tattooed reference to it on the back of my head. I have Does a tomato cow? tattooed with a cow in it and then a house in it as well. But I, so I literally have, a, that's how much I literally pay respect to this movie. It's tattooed on the back of my head. It so wasn't for the said, cow and it was just the house. I would have thought it was Wizard of Oz. So the house is representative of Wizard of Oz. So I wanted to represent, those are the two. So those are like, well, and two, yeah, I love Wizard of Oz, but I, actually I really love the musical Wicked even more. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of the record. Edgar, I continue to love you. <laughs> Wicked is amazing. Wicked is great. However, yeah. however, if I'm going off that genre, I'm still going to go to Wiz. Damn, I just had, a, I just <laughs> had like a moment. Cause you said Wicked is amazing. And then I had like the Maze Runner thing in my head go, Wicked is good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, this movie is, it's a classic. It's, it's a fucking classic. Um, for those, uh, like DeAndre said earlier, he, his pick was going to be something else. It was going to be this until he changed. And I said, it's only right that Edgar, the storm chaser, talks about Twister. Because I know Edgar likes reality-based things. He, he prefers the movies that are reality-based. And he even said that in I the do. chat. Um, with that being said, this is as cl- out, of, out of all of the movies, especially the one that is still to come, this is the most unrealistic, or sorry, realistic movie out of the entire choice. Um, it, it's a, it's an extremely popular movie. Um, Helen Hunt's great in it. Uh, it's Bill Paxton, right? Because I get him and Bill the Paxton. other dude Paxton. from. I get him and the guy from fucking Independence Day mixed up. It's Bill Paxton. You're correct. Yeah. Okay, Bill <laughs> Paxton. Um, fucking my one of my favorite uh, art thieves ever. Uh, Carrie L was aka yeah. Pierre Despero from Psych. Um, well, he, he, then, he always puts a dick in the movie, though. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman, like Philip Seymour Hoffman, is so underrated in everything he's in. And in this one, he's kind of nice. just like he's the douchey, like hey, hey man, like he's the comedic relief <laughs> in this movie. Um, 
I, I like this movie. Don't get me wrong. It's not my favorite movie involving a twister ever, uh, but it, I like this movie. I really do. Um, with, with that being said, it's just, it's not my favorite. So it's, I know it's good. I know it's a classic. It's just, it's just not, I, I wouldn't choose it first time. I feel like this is one of the earliest natural disaster movies I can actually remember watching. You know what I mean? But how often do you see cows flying as a child? Um, my biggest issue is something that is my issue with Edgar. That's white people shit. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> arguing with that at all. I struggle with the idea of chasing the problem. Okay, because you could just go in the opposite direction, find someplace safe, mind your business, come back when it's over. The damage will tell you how big it was. The damage will tell you what happened. You can put the story together later, after, safely. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like all the evidence will still be there. You'll see the cows way far from where they started. You'll know that the cows were flying without having to almost get smacked by one. So that's my only issue with storm chasing is it's dangerous as fuck. Like there's so many machines for that. Who's going to warn the people that tornadoes are coming? You know, that's where most of the warnings come from. from the tornadoes tornado are chasers. coming. We can just put up more machines. The machines okay, can't do it. They try. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've never lived in a <laughs> sea that had thing, tornado like, sirens, and they're trippy. I, I, don't get me wrong. I don't th- I'm not saying it's like, I know that it's part of life. I know <laughs> like storm chasers usually are like the first people to give you the heads up. Because let's be honest, machines are man-made. Like men make mistakes. It's Machines are not perfect, but I don't like the idea of people putting their lives in danger to chase storms. Like it just, I don't like it. It just don't sit right with my soul. I can't, I can't, I just can't relate. Like I, you tell me, oh, there's a problem on my right. I'm like, okay, thank you. I'm taking the left. Like that's just. <laughs> DeAndre has you know- gone on record saying the only storm he will chase is Halle Berry. This is- also, also for the record, only like five storm chasers have died in like the past twenty years. So it's not very often that storm chasers die. Okay. I actually, I have a, co- I have a couple of questions for this interview later. So let's not. More people not die from having sex though. than that, and and I'm sure everyone in this room's okay with sex, That's right? Different. You die happy. All right. All right. No. Not anymore. I die. Anyway, if I die, Edgar happy, would die happy. In a storm. We're gonna save those questions for later. Um, first and first, uh, I had a big question with Hella Hunt. Since like a lie, I did. At a, at a young age, for some reason, I I, I like the rugged, the rugged uh, wife beater, titties out, small titties, but titties out person. Uh, um, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was a big fan. Of hell, I, I, I had a crush. Now older, I don't. I'm not, but younger, I did. I had a crush. Uh, I want people like some of the camp set about white people shit. There's no black people in this movie. At all, because <laughs> black people don't do this. <laughs> black people don't, don't, don't storm chase. At least, at least in black people, I know don't, don't storm chase. Uh, uh, however, with all that being said, I can't fuck with it. Shocker. I can't. I, obviously, I, I was going to. I was going to have this in my choice. I'm maybe a little bit biased, but I can't. Fuck, I love Twister. I, I love everything about it. Yes. Evan, I, I mean, Evan, what Evan said that this is the most one of the most realistic outside of yeah. At a, at a young age, I thought that the the F five it was F five as well, but the F five tornado when they, they got a fucking uh, 
the belt in and into the pipe and then look at the olive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, even at a young kid, I was like, this is this is bullshit. However, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> however, however, outside of that part, Evan's right. This probably is, is the probably one of the most realistic movies on, on, on a panel. Uh, because of the the, the tornado expect and the storm chaser expect, because outside of Evan, I mean, sorry, outside of Edgar, we don't actually know how that goes. Um, I'm a big fan of the, of the, of the Dorothy machine. Uh, uh, I'm a big fan of the, how the, all, all that shit works. I like this movie. I can't fuck with it. First thing first, uh, you know, this movie, great graphics, great visual effects. You know, yeah, shit that still holds up today. You know, you know shit's fuck. You know. Visuals are fucking amazing. I saw this in the theaters, and like I said, the, oh, in the theater, the visuals are the shit. Now, with that being said, never into this movie. I think it's, I think it's so overrated, more overrated than fucking twenty twelve. I, this movie just, I just ne- never liked it. No, never liked it. Like the stories, the storylines, wishy washy, and the love story is weak as shit. No, fucking, it's just, I don't know. This movie is just. Now to watch with me now. Uh, granted, granted, I did. I have a crush on the fucking uh, Helen Hunt too back in the day. So that still wasn't enough to fucking uh, give me the fucking like this movie. Fucking dude, if there's a you know, if there was a list of fucking national disaster movies and I had to watch one, I wouldn't watch this movie. You know, there's a list of fucking Bill Paxton movies, I wouldn't watch this one. You know, the, you know if I had to watch one out of a list of Helen Hunt movies, I wouldn't pick this one. If I'm scrolling through the fucking TV and this movie is playing, I would not stop. You know, fucking this movie is n- no fucking no fuck this movie. This yeah, what, I, what I you... barely I could barely sit through. It's just it's not really entertaining to me. Is it's not like there's some good parts that are like ooh, and then it's over, and then it goes back to them fucking like talking to bullshit, and it's like all right. I'm just yeah, I just never really got into this one. Was, was this how him what was was this how before or after Mad About You? Um no um, Mad About You was no this is after Mad About You. Yeah, this was 1996, so I was 16, I remember when yeah. it came out. Yeah, yeah Mad, Mad About, about You ran 92. All right, I have a couple honorable mentions. Yeah, one Armageddon. Yeah, one is Armageddon. Absolutely love that movie. Love it. Um, everybody, seen, everybody knows about it's fucking great. New fucking Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis did his thing. Fucking oh, yeah, and Liv Tyler in it. And Ben Affleck. Fuck you. Like <laughs> I would set Ben Affleck if I'm him. Fuck him. All right. No. All right. Anyway, fuck up. Michael Clark Duncan's in it though. That's true. Uh, you're good. Yeah. All right, Pete. But, Michael uh, Clark Duncan. Yep. And uh, and Steve Buscemi. They all did a great job. You know. <laughs> He it said, "Fuck Ben Affleck, but he likes Steve Buscemi." All right, you know yes. Evan loves. Yes. Ben, yeah, Evan, Evan loves Ben Affleck. Evan loves Steve Buscemi. God, God. that's why. Anyways, anyways, that's one of my yeah. That's one of my mentions. The other one is uh, I think I got the. I'm make sure I got this right. Uh, the Happening. Oh yeah, Emily hey, Shimmel and I love the Happening. I just didn't know yes. the that was Wait, Yes, yeah, that's 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 the, yeah, that's when the Earth said, "All right, I'm sick of these motherfuckers." You know, it started producing chemicals to fucking kill us off. That's definitely one of my favorite yeah. M Night Shyamalan lands. Yeah. Oh yeah, that you know, that movie did not disappoint. That movie was pretty good. I like that one. Yeah, everybody just murking themselves. Oh, 
Oh, it's crazy. But uh, the movie I chose was This is the End. All right. To me, oh, no, this is the most this most comical view of like, the apocalypse ever. Uh, fuck, dude, Michael Sir, start off with Michael Sir at the fucking party is fucking amazing. Dude, I could really see him as a fucking coke monster you know, in real life. You know, I could, yeah, I could totally see him doing that because, yeah, this, just this way his personality is it's like, no, you, you, no, you gotta be hiding something. You got to. And, but anyways, but there's so many, so many great and comfortable deaths in this movie. Oh, like my, yeah, I think that's my favorite thing about the whole movie is just all the fucking deaths, all the mercs. Just, yeah, they're fucking, you know, they're yeah. interesting. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're all the same. They're interesting. They're different. Uh, you know, yeah, when they left a Z, when uh, Craig Robinson left a Z in the hole, that was fucked up. Loved it. But I, mean, I think my favorite death, our favorite death though, was fucking James Franco, fucking getting raptured, and then just starts talking shit, <laughs> and guy just says, "Fuck you," and lets him go. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is funny as fuck to me, dude. That oh that in a yeah a whole fucking house full of fucking dudes getting robbed by fucking uh fucking uh, Emma Watson. Yeah, fucking little Emma Watson. That's fucking great. <laughs> it, this movie is very enjoyable. Like, you know, it's great look at fucking uh, great look at the apocalypse. Great look at the end of the world. And I recommend oh, everybody shit. watch it. Uh, so this one is going to get the I can't f with it. Uh, so I literally love this movie, like every single part of it. I'm a huge fan of almost every person that's in this movie. And I remember when I first saw it, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into when I watched it. And I think in the opening scene, I was done. Like I said, the house party like sealed the deal for me. I was like, I thought it was awesome how they were all playing themselves. Um, yeah, that movie was fantastic. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess we could borderline say it's like, you know, natural disaster because i think it's like half like you know like hell but uh but i mean you can't take the demon scenes they're some of the best scenes in the whole movie so i don't know i love this movie yeah i can't up with it big swinging devil dick oh no listen um (laughs) i i can't fuck Uh, with it even though this is the most unrealistic out of all of them depending on what you believe in religiously whatever i can't fuck with this movie um this movie Start to finish, just fucking has me dying. The fucking ending credit scene with the Backstreet Boys. Everybody. Coming back to life and performing. So good. <laughs> so fucking good. The entire cast, basically top to bottom of, of the stars of this movie. Even Michael Sarah's tweaky bitch ass, I swear to God, is so good. And I'm sorry, ain't no person in this world Fucking with Emma Watson. She's my number one for a reason. That's my Facts. girl. I love Emma Watson. My wife knows. If Emma Watson walked in the room right now, it's all like Donkey Kong. She knows. It's okay. She got her uh, Gerard Butler, so she can have that. Listen. Oh, Gerard Butler is a good choice. And she she took it. Channing Tatum as a sex slave. I love he unzipped shit. about. She said, hey, say what's up, Channing. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> I can't fuck with it. Oh my god, it is so good. It is the most unrealistic out of all five of these movies, but it is so fucking good. CJ, I can't say I'm surprised that this is the kind of movie that you decided to choose as your fucking movie. With that being said, you have a tendency to really just choose shit that just be so fucking 
it's composed of the most terrible shit. And this choice falls in that category. However, I'm very proud of you because I can't fuck with it. This movie is dope as fuck. I, however, how dare you say nobody can hold a fucking candle to fucking Emma Watson? Don't get me wrong, I love me some Emma Watson. That is my Be baby. in this motherfucker fucking movie, bitch. Emma Watson is my baby. I don't give a shit. Listen, you have you have Rihanna butt naked, Emma Watson butt naked right in front of me. I'm going to Emma Watson every fucking time. That's, Sorry, that's you. Whatever. I, I, I've seen I, I've seen Rihanna dance. This movie is. From beginning to fucking mm-hmm. end. I remember being in the theaters with my best friend. And when we walked out, we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, did we just go see? But the start, the cast is just like amazing. Even the cameos, the small, like they're all amazing people. First of all, anything with the Z's on sorry in it. I'm gonna be a fan of it. Oh, I love Sorry. I feel like Aziz Sorry can be so underrated sometimes, especially at that point. Have you seen um, his, his, his Netflix show, Master of None? So good. Yes. Master Listen, None is amazing. I was, that, that I, awesome. I, I've been a Aziz Sorry fan since some of his earlier stand-ups. Mm. It's the reason why I still go jizz everywhere. <laughs> But that- <laughs> if, you, if you know his older stand-ups, then you know where that's from. If you don't, it's a joke on sign language. His stand-ups anyway, are amazing. Yes. With that being said, I absolutely, absolutely love this movie. It's it goes through the most ab- ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. I don't like. I, don't, I can't say I don't know who thought of it because there's credits. It tells you who thought of this shit. However, it's just ridiculous to think that some people came together and put their brains together and this shit came out because it is actually ridiculous. <laughs> that's a, that's I, just Seth Rogen's brain too. Like it's like, literally it's like the, the natural disaster is that hell comes to earth. Like the world cracks open and boom, the shit starts coming out and it's just, it's ridiculous. And then yes, you're getting jumped by Emma Watson for water because it just is what it is. And you're not as gangster as you think you are. <laughs> but no, I do absolutely love it. And then when they do actually get raptured up into heaven, I thought it was amazing. The ending credits, the Backstreet Boys in it. It was like this random surprise that you're just like, what the fuck? But it fits so fucking perfectly. I, I feel like if Pineapple Express had a baby with the Bible and any other movie, including drugs, this is what you would get. <laughs> and I approve. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. Ooh, and Ken don't give out. I can't fuck with this either. Uh, yeah. So stingy with my shit. First and first, this movie's fucking hilarious. Let's say it's good right now. This movie is hilarious from start to fucking finish. The, the re- when they did the remix of all the movies, uh, it's fucking uh, Kevin Hart. I'm not a big Kevin Hart fan, but him kicking disease on fucking <laughs> kicking disease uh, is fucking, fucking hilarious. Broke his arm. Like, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Rihanna smacking the shit out of Michael Sarah. Don't touch my bum. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Here's where I'm on. Here's where this this show takes a whole turn. I'm putting this last. So then now, I'm putting this movie last because to me. This is not, it's not a natural movie. disaster. Yeah, that's what I To me, not, it's not a natural disaster movie. 
It's the apocalypse. What's more natural than the apocalypse? End of the world. No, 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 no. This, 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 this is the apocalypse for you if you believe in the Bible. If you don't believe in the Bible and you do it like that, then you don't, then you don't believe that this happens and that's not natural. To me, this is not. Natural. What about the earth splitting part? That part is natural, even if you don't. It's the demon part that you wouldn't be. That would not be natural. A, a swinging dick demon. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you if you no, no, no. if you eliminate yeah. the demon part, they, the earth still has like a huge crack in it. The, the earth has. Yeah, the, so, earth, the earth splits apart. Volcanoes start erupting. Okay. Everything catches on so, fire. So 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 here so here's the thing. That that happens in the movie. I'm not saying it does not happen in the movie. However. Because the the, the 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 rapture was was in this, it has a lot of biblical stuff. This is more of a, a biblical disaster movie than national disaster movie to me. I, I would rank this with like Noah or the or or something like that. Or uh, um, I forgot the other movie was called uh, the biblical disasters. I'm not saying this is a bad movie. I'm 100 not saying this is a bad movie at all. I'm just saying that to me, it doesn't qualify. It doesn't qualify for me. Uh, so for me, I'm going to put 2012 one. Um, I'm going to put, actually, this is the end second. I will put seeking a friend for the end of the world third. Then I will put the, the day after tomorrow fourth and then twister fifth, just because out of these five, I'd be more likely to watch twister lap mainly because it's also so much older. Well, this is the end number one. Uh, seeking a friend for the end of the world, number two. All right. Uh, day after tomorrow, number three, 2012, four, and Twister, five. That's a tough one. Um, I'm going to put Twister at number one. Big surprise, right? Um, and then I'm going to have to put This is the End at number two. Seeking a friend. Then the day after tomorrow and 2012 last. All right. In order of watchability, I am. This is the end is number one. The day after tomorrow is number two. Oof. Seeking a friend for the end of the world is number three. Twister is number four. 2012 is number five. I'm gonna go seeking a friend number one. I'm going to go twister number two. I'm going to go 2012 number three. They have to know more number four. And like I said, uh, I'm gonna have to go uh, this to end uh, number five. Number two, we're gonna talk about <laughs> we're gonna talk about what major disasters we think we can survive. Um, this is not gonna be a debate, it's really gonna be a conversation. Um, and yeah, we're gonna talk about what major disaster we can survive. I'm gonna go first, not a damn none of them. Uh <laughs> I don't think <laughs> God is truth. If here's here's the thing. So I so I used to live in Seaside, I'm in Seaside right now, Seaside, Oregon, and uh they have uh, tsunami alarms and shit. And when I lived here, my roommate like woke me up on my sleep. It almost swung on her too. Cause don't when I'm sleep, the bed, the worst thing you can do is touch my body while I'm sleep. 
Like, don't touch, touch my, my body. Touch my body. <laughs> don't touch my body while I'm asleep. God, I should. <laughs> All right? Scream at me, do something. But listen, I will protect myself. And I, I did swing. I'm like, oh, I didn't protect hit her. Protect yourself. Uh, protect, protect myself. Yeah, I will protect myself. <laughs> uh, I'm from Philly. You got to worry about all that shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, so uh, she said, yeah, the tsunami alarm coming. Tsunami alarm coming. And I'm like, in my head, one, I'm tired. Number two, I'm like, well, listen, I'm not gonna do. I'm gonna die. Anyway. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna break the sleep. So, <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll make the sleep. But Why I, do all the people from Philly have that mindset? They're just like, oh, well, we are gonna die. So, what you gonna do about it? No, no, but but I, I want to call a friend of mine, a friend slash coworker of mine, and ask her like about the tsunami. So she looked it up and said, "Listen, it's not gonna hit, so go back to sleep." I said, "Fuck it, go back to sleep." My roommate literally drove all the way to Portland, which is about an hour and a half, two hour drive, and she's like, "Dre, you okay?" I said, "Yo, no tsunami, I'm going back to sleep." <laughs> so me personally, I'm not going to lie because because of my mindset, like if if, if some, I would try to to to. to survive but i don't have all the mindset of how to survive certain shit um like earthquake like, like the major earthquake happened i'm, I'm not probably going to die so now tsunami a major tsunami happened, i'm probably going to die twisters you get you get a uh, you get a, uh, a a really really good warning if edgar can uh pee back up that you, you do get a, a good warning when twisters about to hit so you could you know actually probably i'll run a twister um mudslides call it a twizzler that twister, <laughs> tornado. I'm hungry now. Uh, 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 must must I'm probably going to die. I'm not trying. I run a twizzler. <laughs> uh, must lie, I'm probably going to die. Uh, uh, what what else? What other major disasters? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, quicksand, whatever, whatever. Like all the instant shit. I'm probably going to die. So maybe the only one I probably could probably survive is probably a twister because I know the things that I should do, like go in the basement and uh, lock everything, like all that kind of good shit. But for me. Either a twist or nothing. Either way, if you if you hear that that's around where I'm at, mostly RIP. So personally, I can survive an earthquake. Um, depending on how bad the earthquake is, and I'm outside. Yeah, I can survive an earthquake as long as the ground doesn't You're split outside. underneath me. As long as the ground doesn't split underneath me, yes, you can survive that shit. Um, if I'm on a nice level field and all that stuff, when an earthquake happens, ain't no trees can follow me, ain't no buildings can follow me. Hold on, how you set in the perfect condition? Right. <laughs> Hey, we never said this, we never said this, what conditions. And this, this, we I never said we what? we never said. Hey, listen, spur the moment. Boom. What can you survive? You said what? What do I think I can survive under the right conditions? I can survive a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, earthquake. Um, like, yeah, I was gonna just let that slide. Like like Dre said, um, tornadoes. I, I feel like we're taught enough. Um, and there are shelters all over the place. Um, that you could seek shelter in. Um, one of the harder ones I think I wouldn't be able to survive is a tsunami because, I mean, tsunamis are super unpredictable and their waves can be up to 150 feet high. Um, I'm five foot eight, so that's like <laughs> 95 of me. Uh, the math there is off, but um, natural disasters. I mean, a wildfire, that's still technically a natural disaster. Um, Oregon had two really big wildfires last year. Um, with plenty of preparation, obviously you could get, you could survive those. Um, a hurricane's a little different, um, because that's the worst of it's like, that's a tsunami and a tornado fucked and had a nasty little baby. Um, a, a, a volcanic eruption, depending on the mountain and depending on how bad the, like if, if Mount Hood were to blow, 
us out here in Gresham and Troutdale we're in dead. Portland, we're fucked. We're, we're dead. We're dead. Um, but if like something on the on the East Coast erupted, we'd be okay. Um, people's not. Uh, it depends on how big the eruption is. Like if Yellowstone erupted, we'd all be fucked. Um, I know, but, but you just like, hey, if it's on the opposite coast, I'm yeah, straight. A, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, I, didn't say, I didn't say we straight, but we there's a higher survivability chance. I mean, Mount St. Helens was a huge eruption, and, and a lot of people survived Mount St. Helens. Um, you know, it really, like, a drought is survivable. Um, so there's a lot of ones that I think with, with preparation and proper knowledge of how to deal with the situations or how to behave during certain situations a lot of them could be survivable it all just depends on like cam said it, it isn't always going to be a perfect situation you have to like you have to be in a good situation when it happens and there's plenty of times you're probably just not going to be in a great situation a tornado could strike and like like edgar said his car hit the back of his truck has been lifted up numerous times or however many times he said it happened so things can happen and go wrong to where you don't survive it but I think with time and preparation, majority of the ones that aren't water-based um, are survivable, in my opinion. Well, if we're going to do the Evan way and pick the most uh, convenient option, all of them, okay? Because anything more than 48 hours notice, I'm not even in the country for it. Cam <laughs> um, said, you if, give me two days notice, next flight out, listen, I don't care what listen, it costs. Listen. When they're like, I don't, and this is my biggest issue with the movies, and even in reality, they're like, oh, the predictions say that in like four days. Bitch, that's it. You didn't even need to tell me the rest of that fucking sentence. <laughs> in four days, something happened, and one day, Cam is leaving. Okay? <laughs> right. Give a fuck what you got to say. If I, if nothing happens, and I just wasted my money, bitch, it was, a, it was a, just a, a, a spontaneous trip. I don't give a fuck. But as soon as a mount anything starts to bubble, I'm the fuck out of here. First of all, earthquakes you can't really predict, but for the most part, if you know what to do, you should be okay. The only downside is if you're just fucked up, like you're just wrong face, wrong time, and you about to everything is about to land on you, and there's nothing that you can do about it. In that case, you was meant to die, accept your fate. But I spend most of my time indoors. I work at home. And I'm lazy. So, <laughs> so, so what about it's a very safe combination? What about mudslides and sinkholes? Mudslides and sinkholes are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Actually, MPA sinkholes are actually becoming more common. As they don't um, take care of their roads too, because that's I'm, a huge I'm, part of it. Well, so, no, not really. Sinkholes can't really be prevented really it's the earth that's just oh, I get, yeah i guess i'm thinking um, of the sinkholes that mainly happen on roads whereas instead of like on land or something like that that aren't yeah I, that's yeah that's so i'm I just like yeah. they they they're just popping up but for me and i don't know i say this all the time to people i am a very much self-preservation person as soon as shit starts shaking or look like it's going wrong i'm out i will leave my car i will leave my there was one point where i thought my car my bike was gonna crash and I jumped off that bitch I will leave any situation expeditiously okay I will find out why it's shaking or whatever after the fact like I was saying earlier with Edgar listen I, I'll, I'll put the clues together later for, to figure out what that shaking was soon as I feel something wrong 
I'm the fuck out of there. Like for instance, we were talking about my movie earlier. They were in New York and every fucking bird in the world was flying away. You ain't got to tell me nothing. I'm following <laughs> them. Okay, I don't know where they're going and I don't know why, but I'm going to find out later. Like I'm I'm very much that person where like you know how like one black person runs and the whole crowd runs yep. and we don't know why we running. I'm in that crowd though. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't want the answer now. I want safety now and I'll get the answer later. So as far as for sinkholes, the first shift of anything, I'm the fuck out of here. I promise you. My car is not worth my life. And I will try to tell everybody else to run, but I'm just gonna yell it. And you could I hope you follow because I'm not gonna stop to save nobody either. I'm not run, bitch, people... run. listen, because <laughs> a lot of people die trying to save other people. Now you're both dead. That math ain't mathing. That don't make no sense at all. I will get to a safe place and then I will try to tell you to hop on that and then you know reach. Like I'll try to coach you through it. <laughs> okay. As far as for mudslides. You do get a little bit. Because the thing is, with a mudslide, especially if it's a bigger one that's actually going to threaten your life, mm-hmm. it feels like an earthquake a little bit at first. And then you see it. And then you have about 30 seconds. The problem with a mudslide is there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't run laterally because it's coming down as a slide. And you can probably run down and hope that you get to a point where it stops. But you're that's just the hope. You don't know for sure. So you're just running until you can't run no more with that being said i ran track i will run until i can't run no more and we'll just see what happens if it gets me it gets me if it don't can't live to fight another day it's a good story too (laughs) i I, 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 I ran ran a a mudslide listen i i am jackie joined the cursey (laughs) with the exception of my mother which i'm almost never with her now unfortunately she doesn't live with me or in the same state as me with the exception of my mother, there's nobody I will not drop. Cam said, listen, do you see that little kid right there that said in the doorway, I will run him the fuck over. It took for you to pick up your kid. That 10 seconds it took to try to grab your, all of that shit cost you, okay? I'm Here's not looking out for nobody but can't <laughs> and don't get me wrong even if i don't know you and you're ahead of me if you get in my way i will push you and i have no shame in that run right. faster or get the fuck out of my way i completely agree with cam all of them yeah the thing is the hardest one to me would be uh, will be the tornado because of the you know, hardly any warning yeah but other other what to the tornado? No. You get in your car and drive in the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You have less warning than Edgar said. No, thank you, thank you, Edgar. Yeah, yeah. He know y'all don't shut up. He <laughs> said no. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you I'm don't get that. Oh, there's yeah. a tornado you coming not... from the south. It's gonna hit. You yeah. ain't gotta tell me when it's gonna hit because I'm not. Gonna oh no, no. It. I'm gone already. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's it. I said it's gonna be the hardest because you have the least amount of other warning. Everything I mean, else. Here, yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything else, everything else, I'm gone. It was like, yeah, you, yeah, you ain't gotta fucking tell me twice. I'm out. You know? And then, you know, and I have multiple places I guess, that I can go. Like, you know, I, like, I guess if there's no warning, I could just grab a belt and tie it on Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go ahead and try that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's I'll, like Kim died because she was impaled. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Well, yeah, we are with a belt around the waist, like fucking hanging on to nothing. Like, no, nah, I'm I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be that dude. No, I'm out this bitch. Like, and honestly, I look at I dude, that shit freaks me out all the fucking time because I know it can happen at any time. One of the things like you know it can happen anytime. So I I don't hike. No, I don't hike. And when I'm you know, if I see fucking on hills, that's one of the major things I'm thinking when I'm when I'm driving through and I see fucking like hills like that, especially in Oregon. You know, because you know, because that's like safe just in like a cave or something though. No, that ground is fucking hella loose and fucking. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. What and if we get, like. yeah, we get. Oh yeah, we get fucking hit with a fucking major hurricane or something like that. Then fucking, I see all these houses on stilts and shit. I'm like, I'm never partying at your house. I'm not going anywhere with that shit. <laughs> never partying your house. Them still, yeah, them go. Them, them, yeah, them stilts is coming right the fuck off of your house is fucking sliding. You know, like no, I see. That shit. I look at that shit all the time. Like, why would you live? It's up like there? surfing, oh. but in a house. Yeah, it's like, why would you live there? No, especially in a place that rains as much as it does here. Like, no, fuck you, Don't fuck that. Me. Not for me. No, I yeah, I look at shit like that all over the time, and, you know, and I'm always looking around like, like if someone, if something were to happen, like that would be not be a good place to stay. You know, but like this would be the good place. You know, fucking you earthquakes. Everything. I know where the fucking oh during earthquake. If we had a drought, I know how to fucking, I know how to fucking get liquid. I know how to get food. I know who to fuck up. You know, fucking, you know, I, dude. It's yeah. easy getting food. You rob somebody else. Exactly. I know. Yeah, somebody yeah. else. Yeah. No. Fuck that. No. 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 If not, no. That's just like that happens. The first place I'm hitting is the fucking gun shop. You know. Hit, you know, get the gun shop first. You know, get your guns, get your ammo. You know, then For go to the disaster. Yeah. Then you go. You know, then you go and stock up on food. Yeah. You go stock. Yeah. You get the guns, the ammo. You know, before you get the food. I think I think it's no. fuel, food, guns. No. Unless no, if you have the, if you have the guns, and no, then you're if you right. know, if you, no, no. Sure. Listen, if you have the guns and the ammo, you can get the food and the, and the food and, the, and uh, everything else from anywhere. Okay, so fuel, guns, food. No, guns first. Well, you, you can have, get the fuel. Yeah, you can get the fuel. You can't go nowhere. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut this off. Yeah. She, she doesn't drive, so, he wouldn't, so fuel won't be the, the, the... Oh, that's why. Skateboard. Yeah. 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 She, she said, she said you best get that Lupe fiasco yeah. on and kick, kick. push. Kick. Kick. Push. I, mean, I think hey, it technically no, goes water, no, food, no, shelter. I think it's the order that you should Water, food, shelter. That is the order. No, it is. If you have guns and you can get... No, if you get guns and ammo, you can get all those things. CJ's plan is to just rob people. But Dre, yes. keep in mind, exactly I, like we're making jokes, yeah. but you do you probably should put a warning that don't listen to what the fuck he's actually saying. Because I don't want nobody saying Please don't. the masturbators told me that I was supposed yeah. to get uh, a skateboard first. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want nobody <laughs> with somebody that thinks this is real. Like, uh, my thing yeah. is CJ is though, what about the, uh, what about everybody else that have guns too? Better have better aim. Huh? All right. All right. I'm just trying to figure out why y'all don't have guns. Yeah, I'm trying to. I already, I already, I already got. I was just to say. I mean, if anything, I want to get a smaller one so I can put it in my tiny purses. I feel like I feel like knives are more personal. Listen, I don't need to be personal with you. I don't know you. 
Okay. Exactly. Yo, yeah, the thing is that yo, knives are good, but that takes too much time. Yo, you definitely need some knives for different reasons, but that takes too much time to quit. No, hold on, shoot them. Fucking move them out the way. Yeah. Grab the car. Knives are for people like, with bad aim. Yeah. I yeah, I ain't trying to fight. I ain't trying to fucking stand there and waste time fighting with you. For like must go get a bow yeah. now. Hey, you know, hey, dude, no, the earth is the, the earth is cracking, the fucking wind is blowing, but rain's coming down. I ain't trying to fucking have a knife fight with you. No, I'm shooting you, you're gone. Let's, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping He wants to shoot a bow and arrow in a storm. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. That shit near Um, I think this is a hard one. I mean, I've survived a lot of natural disasters, but I think the easiest one to survive, in my opinion, is a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um really. Yeah, so because a hurricane, you definitely do have a lot of notice. Um, I guess, yeah, because it usually starts in the ocean. So, yeah, I mean, and so, like, even if you were going to take a direct hit, I feel like um, that you could, you could get, there's certain places you can get to where you can, um, you can survive a hurricane. I'm actually going to be covering hurricanes this year. Um, So I'll be out also um, doing those as part of my storm chasing. But I grew up in Florida, so I've kind of lived through a lot of hurricanes. Um, oh, that's like, why Floridians be like, "No, we're fine." It's a yeah, category yeah, like, four, I mean, I've been five, whatever whole, number. Whole, They're whole like, whole "No, it's okay. Don't worry about us." Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, so I've been through those. The tornadoes, um, definitely the lowest on the list. Um, I don't know if you know, a really good amount of warning for a tornado is about ten to fifteen minutes on a good day. Um, most people get somewhere around the average of five minutes warning for those. Um, and I've been through, uh, tornadoes where it doesn't matter if you have a shelter or whatever. I've seen in-ground shelters sucked out of the ground. The ones that are underneath the ground. I've seen houses complete. I've seen a whole neighborhoods look like a nuclear bomb hit it. So, uh, yeah, I think that, that, that one's pretty rough. And then, but really, if we want to talk, the, the one that the natural disaster that kills the most people is just floods. Mm. So floods that kills more that kills more people than any other natural disaster actually the last i looked it kills more than all the rest of them combined so um so flooding is definitely the worst but yeah no tornadoes i think are pretty rough out there but hurricanes i think is the one i could survive i think i could also survive like um like a blizzard or an ice storm as well um i feel like we have those in oklahoma as well we also have earthquakes in oklahoma oklahoma sucks um (laughs) It has all the natural disasters. I mean, except for hurricanes. Um, but yeah, As, you should have told us that you were a Floridian to begin with. All this shit would have made sense. I would have told you nothing. Like, like, yo, I always tell people that like Floridians are crazy because what they are. It's like if you took like the extreme sports people from California and you crossed them with a bunch of rednecks. <laughs> that's Florida. Yeah. That's one hundred percent what Florida is. It's like extreme sports meets redneck. And so both of those are known to do crazy stuff. Best Very Caucasian. <laughs> that's that's Florida. That's Florida. That's what it is. Well, that is the natural disaster that we think we can survive. If you can think you can survive any other natural disaster, please let us know. Uh, comment everywhere that you hear or see this. <laughs>
for listeners, what is storm chasing? Uh, storm chasing is, I mean, pretty, pretty much what it sounds like. So it's basically chasing storms. It's going to find um, all different types. I mean, people chase tornadoes. Uh, they chase snowstorms. They chase dust storms, hurricanes. Um, but what I specifically do is um, tornadoes mostly. So severe weather in the form of supercells that um, I'm usually trying to, to intercept tornadoes. Yeah, Edgar. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When you're out doing your when you're out doing your storm chasing thing and everything, you run into a lot of other storm chasers, right? Correct. Yeah. How many of them are black? Um, I've I've only ever seen two black storm chasers ever in my whole life. I'm not gonna lie. I know that they're out there, but I have seen two. Um, yeah. Oh, that, that's it. <laughs> I'm also. Yeah. also so we're still say, minorities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like. Yeah. I. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen a black person in general in like four days. I've been in North Dakota. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I honestly have not. I'm like literally right next to the Canadian border right now in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I haven't even seen a black person in like three days. So, and you won't. Probably not. Because <laughs> the, only, the only black person in North Dakota literally just got drafted to the NFL from North Dakota State. So... <laughs> Um, he didn't even live there. He just wants to play ball there. Right, exactly. No, so when you're storm chasing, you say you run into other storm chasers. Do you guys communicate like truckers do via like CB radio and shit like that? Um, some some storm chasers do. There's a bunch of different ways that they communicate. I have a CB in my car, but honestly, I never use it. Um, a lot of a lot of storm chasers use ham radio. Um, so you know, like, you know, so they all have their little codes and all that kind of stuff. Um, some are a little bit more fancy. I have at time gotten into Discord chats um with storm chasers um while i'm out chasing um i myself personally don't communicate with anyone else really while i'm out chasing i just kind of do my own thing i don't chase with a team like a lot of other people do i just chase solo um but yeah no i mean that's usually the way they communicate but we do communicate like the way most storm chaser communicates uh like we'll be like out watching a storm or we'll pull up to it we'll be in the same spot and we're just getting out and we like talk to each other about hey what have you seen today all that kind of good stuff. I mean, and sometimes there's a lot. Like, if you're chasing down in Oklahoma and Texas, there'll be days where I'll, I mean, there'll be like four or 500 cars out in some places. And so sometimes chaser jam is a real issue because, like, if you imagine 400 cars trying to go through a one stoplight town or one stop sign town, it really causes backups. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah, are there times that you find it, find it like that you actually need? to like team up with somebody, you know, because of like, because of what you were just talking about. I mean, it would be very beneficial for me to have a team eventually. The hard part is, is, you know, I do this full time. It's hard to find someone else that just will like pick up their life and go storm chasing. It's also not incredibly easy to make money storm chasing. So um, it's hard to get people to come join me all the time. And I need consistency with a partner because there's a lot going on when I'm out storm chasing. I'm looking at radar. I'm constantly looking at weather models, updating my forecast. I'm live streaming. I'm taking photos. I have three GoPros that I'm using for video cameras. I mean, video. And then I have my my DSLR for photos and then a DSLR for video as well. Um, so I got a lot going on as well as navigating and trying not to die from a storm. <laughs> um, you, you hit on a subject there actually that I was curious about. You do this full time and you said it's hard to make money sometimes doing this. How do you generate most of your, your, your money so that you're not, you know, losing your home back here? You're not or wherever you live. Sorry. You're, you're not losing your home. You're not losing your car and stuff like that. Where does your mainstream of money come from? Okay. So, I mean, I'm a photographer full time, so I do sell my storm photos. So that kind of helps a little bit. 
Um, this is the first year where it's really starting to pay for itself, honestly. Um, just because in the past, I've always just like basically saved up money and then took off time to storm chase as much as possible. But now I, um, I'm the TikTok storm chaser. Um, a lot of people use other streaming platforms. This year, I kind of decided to take a different route and try to use TikTok. And honestly, I didn't even mean I was just like doing it for my friends that were on TikTok. And then it kind of exploded um, and to the point where I went from 200 followers to 110,000 followers in like six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I'm part of the TikTok creator fund. I get paid for all my views. People tip me while I'm out chasing. Um, yo, I just put cash app in my bio. Do people just cash app you money? Yeah. It's kind of wild. Um, so because they, they want to, they don't do that to me on can. Twitter. <laughs> so, uh, so because you don't have OnlyFans link, <laughs> yeah, you, you, hey, you're gonna suck toes and stuff. Right, so, so, listen, uh, uh, Edgar, uh, to with TikTok, describe the describe the blow up on TikTok. I mean, like, obviously, I mean, like I said, you. <laughs> you blew up like crazy in, in six weeks with uh, TikTok and endorsements, stuff, stuff like that. So, so like mm-hmm. describing in your own words, how the blow up. Uh, so the first blow up was, is I, it wasn't even from an actual tornado video. I was just being my goofy self. And I made this video that was like, what, what Oklahomans and Texans do during tornadoes. So I made this little funny skit that was like, you know, basically they go grab their lawn chair, grab their beer and go sit on their front porch and watch it. That's what they do when they hear tornado sirens in Oklahoma and Texas. Well, I put that on TikTok. Well, that video now has 3 million views. Mm-hmm. Um, so Crazy. yeah, uh, that started it. And then right after that, I did a, I did a live stream and it was in Lubbock, Texas. And I had 230,000 people, um, on my stream over a three hour period. Uh, and that really helped a lot. I mean, I, I mean that the, both that video and that all happened within like two weeks of each other. And then, I mean, it just crazy blew up and then sponsors started reaching out. And then now, unfortunately, I'm like overcome with trolls right now. My TikTok lives are banned. They're like they get mad if you don't answer their question and then they start reporting you, it's, you know, because there's a bunch of kids on there. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of happening right now. But it's been a blessing for sure, because, I mean, it's helped me uh, at least pay for my gas and hotels for while I'm out storm chasing. Uh, um, uh, so that video that you posted that had 3 million views, I looked at the comment on it and one of the dudes said, uh, except no real man in Texas or Oklahoma where he nail said, where, where's fingernail polish, but his dumb ass typed, where is fingernail polish? Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Like <laughs> fucking well, trolls. Believable. There are places in Texas and Oklahoma where they're illiterate. So, I mean, so like I told you mean me, Texas like, and Oklahoma. That's what I said. <laughs> No, I mean all of Texas, Oklahoma. Not all. Yeah, all, of all, of all, all right. Yeah. Hey, I'm not hey, offended, but a, I'm not a couple of them can read. You don't. You don't want all of Texas coming for us. You don't I, want I, that. Ask to be, sir. Anyway, uh, I thought that <laughs> Edgar. I thought that 108,000 view video was a lot, and then I saw the one that, like, right as you said, I had one that hit three million. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that all one. Right. Like I said, that one just was wild. All right, so Edgar, how do you prepare for something like storm chasing? Uh, like you mean like how like like for an individual's chase or like how do you prepare to be a become a storm chaser no how do you prepare like you personally how do you prepare for your day for a chase yeah for a chase um so usually a few days out um i start looking at i'm looking at weather models and uh like weather balloon data as well as paying attention to things like the storm prediction center's website from the national weather service and that kind of starts giving me an idea of where i might need to think about going because like this i mean i'm 20 hours away from home right now Mm -hmm. so i had to know you know seven days ago 
that I was coming out here for, for the whole week. Um, so that's how I do that. And then when it comes time to chase, basically the morning of, um, I wake up early that morning, I do my own forecasting. I go look at weather models. I look at weather balloon data. Um, and then I kind of decide on a targeted spot, like, Hey, I'm going to, this is where I think the storms are going to start. And then I go to that point before they start. And then I wait and you sit there and wait and you're watching radar. And then once storms start spotting, once storms start initiating is what they call it. Once they start happening, then you just go off towards that storm. Um, and then at that point, once it actually, the day starts happening, like happening and there's storms firing, there'll be multiple storms. Then I just kind of go off based off my experience on which storm I should go to, where I should go. Cause like people don't realize how hard it is to see a tornado. Cause not only do you have to find the right storm that has a tornado, storms are really big. Like they're bigger than cities. So you have to be on the right side of the storm to see the tornado. So you have to know what part of the storm a tornado come from, all that kind of stuff. Bro, I'm just saying, dude, what you do is fucking amazing. It's fucking you know, it's scary and exciting and sort of awesome. Yeah, well, for real. I mean, dude, uh, like, yeah. No, actually, uh, no, you actually, you, you, yeah, you, uh, you lost me when you said, well, yeah, yeah. Then I had to it. Then I had towards it. Like, nah, bro. Edgar, had I met you, I'm in the opposite direction, bro. Had I met you ten and a half man. years ago, straight out of high school, I'd have fucking been right there with you. And that, <laughs> that's gonna back up Cam's theory about that's some white people shit. Because right. I'll. Be, I'll be right there with you. Like, I don't give a shit about that. Like, Listen, like that's the kind of shit I'd enjoy doing. I'm a cool I, I singer, love but I got a wife and like kids this. now. Don't get it wrong. Like, it's I love you. that. So, Cause I could be like, yo, Edgar, where you at? Oh, where it's over there? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you <laughs> should see my text. Like <laughs> when there's storms in central Oklahoma, like I, I, I just had to start telling people like, you can't message me anymore. Like, I mean like hundreds of people, like everyone I know will be like, Am I safe? Am I safe? I'm like, yo, no, I can't really? just sit there and oh answer. God, I was just them. kidding. Cause you said that you were like, you know, checking readings and things like that. And so how long did it take you to get familiar with knowing what to look at or what to look for? Yeah. So the, one of the questions I do get asked the most, especially like on my lives and on TikTok and stuff is like, how do you get into it? And what do you have to do to do it to become a storm chaser? Really? You don't have to do anything. If you don't want to, you can just go out there like an idiot and go chase storms, but and I die. prefer. Yeah, exactly. I prefer being very well informed and I kind of obsess over things. So I, the first thing I did is I became a trained storm spotter for the national weather service. So you can do that through Skywarn. And those are the people, like I said, that's really who, and that's who lets people know that tornado sirens need to go off. That's who lets the news know there's an actually tornado on the ground. So they need a tornado warning storm that usually comes from storm spotters that are on the ground. Then after that, I went to Norman where the head of the national weather service um, severe prediction center is. And I took, a class on how to do severe weather forecasting, which involves a lot of physics and a lot of different stuff, but that was super helpful. And that's how I learned how to do forecasting for severe weather specifically. So I could do it before I go out and, um, you know, chase. I mean, the thing is, like I said, there's a bunch of you out there that don't do any training. Um, they're also the people that are usually getting people hurt or being idiots out there. Uh, there's a lot. Um, so I really, I'm, I, if you're going to storm chase, you need to understand what you're doing. You need to prepare, you need to prep. Uh, Edgar, tell, tell us about your, your first time storm chasing. Like, like, what was going through your mind? What did you do? How how wet how many areas were, were you? Like, tell, tell about the first time you uh you you decided to go out and, and storm chase. An actual storm chase? Yeah, I'd mm -hmm. seen a couple tornadoes before the hand before I'd ever done that. Just from living in Florida, I'd seen a couple. Um, but the first time I ever went storm chasing, once I moved to Oklahoma, um, I knew I wanted to try storm chasing. So um, I just tried to find someone who did it and just, I wanted to go on a ride along. I just wanted to see what it was all about. 
And so my wife worked with someone that did it and uh, he took me out storm chasing. And I mean, I was absolutely in love, like from like, like 30 minutes in, I'm an adrenaline junkie and man, it's like a huge adrenaline um, rush the whole time. So I did that. And then actually that same guy, he actually agreed to um, like help me learn. And I actually rode around and he taught me for the first two years. So your first time storm chasing to now, what's the major differences? Oh, I, because I, oh, when I first went out, I didn't know anything. I hadn't mm-hmm. taken any of those storm spotter trainings or anything. I just rode along with someone. Now I feel very, very comfortable when I'm out. Um, I, I'm a little bit extreme when I chase. I get very, very close. Um just because it's what I like to do. And I like to get up and close personal photos and video footage of the tornadoes. So that requires me to get in very dangerous situations, but I don't really feel scared from it because I feel like I have all the knowledge to know where I should be. Now there's still a risk with it, obviously, because it is nature and it can be a little unpredictable, Mm -hmm. but like I said, there's science involved. And if you know the, if you know the science, um, you can be as safe as you possibly can. But yeah, the biggest thing is just that I know what I'm doing. I can like look up at the sky and know what I'm looking at. You said Oklahoma, you say you're in South Dakota right now, which yep. you know, probably one of the whitest fucking states ever. Uh, Facts. However, where where else, where other states do you go travel to to storm chase? Um, this year I have chased in Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, and Colorado. Not gonna lie. So before that, great. None of the states I would ever live in. Before, like I said, before I asked, before all I the white states. Question, I I literally felt whipped on my back when you said all those. All like, the <laughs> white states, though. I, I literally well, felt no, whipped on Texas, my back. Texas, Ooh. Alabama, and Texas Mississippi. Texas is the only state I might ever live in. What about Louisiana? Like New Orleans? Louisiana. No. No, you get no. one time. I'm sorry. God on his truth. God on his truth. DeAndre told me on the car ride to Seaside the other day that uh, he wants to do a masturbator's trip to New Orleans. Trip, not live. No, trip. I said trip. I said okay. trip, motherfucker. Right, okay, trip. Because I, I want my own parade. $300 for a parade. No, no, no. Nor- yeah, you said New Orleans, right? New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, New Orleans. yeah. Yeah, we're going to New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. That, right. yeah that's next masturbator's trip, New Orleans. Um, right. So I got, I, I, I do have a question, um, Edgar, what is, um, what's the biggest tornado you've personally chased? I know, I yeah, know I you say they, they do the ratings off of destruction and stuff like that. But the biggest, um, so I don't know, the first year that I got into chasing, I didn't technically chase these, they chased me. I wasn't chasing yet. Well, I was with someone else, but just not by myself, which I always have to tell. It was the biggest tornado in history stopped a mile from my home. It was in El Reno, Oklahoma in 2013 on May 30th. It was two and a half miles wide. The tornado itself was two and a half miles wide. Um, And so I saw that that one. And then that same year, two weeks earlier, was May 2013, which is the biggest EF. The biggest tornado was only an EF4. Now, the most damaging tornado I saw was an EF5 two weeks earlier in Moore, Oklahoma. That killed, that's the one that hit the elementary school, killed all the little kids. Hmm. Um, I was there about five minutes after it happened, helping with search and recovery uh, with the National Guard. It was, it, I can only tell you that it looked like a natural disaster. I mean, a, a nuclear bomb. My grandfather was in World War II and his ship was the first ship that landed in Hiroshima after the nuclear bomb. And he gave me Polaroids. It was when he died. It was one of the things I got with some Polaroids of that. And uh, that's the only thing I could compare it to. It looked like a nuclear bomb. I'm talking about neighborhoods of thousands of homes leveled. Nothing, gone. And that was that was an F an EF five. It was there was there was a hospital. I remember specifically. It was four stories high. 
In the third story, there were just cars sticking in the side of the building mm. where the tornado had picked the cars up like Hulk and like threw them and stuck them like darts into the side of a building. Shit. Uh, what do you tell some of our viewers or listeners uh, about safety with tornadoes? Like give, give us some, give us some safety tips for tornadoes. Yeah, for sure. The number one safety tip is don't be in a car. Um, that's one of the more dangerous places to be. If you know there's going to be severe weather in the area that you live in that day, um, it's always a good idea to um, pay attention to that before you get in your car and go anywhere. Um, definitely, if you're in a car, though, do not get out and jump in a ditch. I don't know where that rumor started that the best place to do would be like to jump in a ditch. Yeah, you'll you'll drown if you do that because with tornadoes <laughs> comes lots of rain. <laughs> Like legitimately don't ever do that. But I was always told that when I was a kid as well, like get out of your car and get in a ditch. Yeah. You'll die. If you do that, don't do that. If you're in a house um, and you That's don't really have a thing. Shelter, Yeah. It no, is a it's thing. not a actually, thing people say that shit. I've definitely heard that shit before. Well, so it actually, in the, I've Olito, never heard before. the two and a half, the two and a half mile um, tornado I told you about a family actually died. They got out of their car and went to get in a concrete culvert to hide from the tornado and drown. Which is, cra- um, which is crazy because looking up that El Reno tornado, only nine people died in that. Yeah, and actually my favorite storm chaser died in that one. And that was one of the ones that did kill. And he was actually one of the most safest storm chasers in the world. His name was Tim Samaras. Um, and wow. th- they died. This is what's crazy is they didn't that. I mean, that tornado was two and a half miles wide. What happened is the wind started blowing so hard against them, their car couldn't go. And it just stopped, and the tornado ran into them. The highest winds averaged over 200 miles an hour. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, and so that one, too, was a two-and-a-half-mile-wild tornado. That's how big it was. With inside that two-and-a-half miles, there were multiple tornado, like satellite tornadoes inside of it spinning within it. Yeah, it was wild. That's crazy. But, yeah, so and if you're in a house, the safety thing is what I tell everyone. This is So you want to be in a shelter if, if a tornado is coming. If you don't have a storm shelter or you don't have anything like that, you want to get to the centermost part of your house, preferably a room that doesn't have any walls that are, you know, outdoor, you know, that uh, border the outside of the outside. And so you want to get to the centermost area of your house. Uh, it's probably a good idea to get something to put over your head, like maybe a mattress or something along those lines. Because if it does uh, rip through your house and roof, debris is one of the things that you'll really have to worry about. What about like, you, um, a basement or something like that? Yeah, basements are great to get in. Um, I would say a basement if you have that. Um, we just don't have those a lot out here in the Midwest. Um, Sounds good. When I build my house, put a basement with a concrete ceiling. Yeah, what? yeah. Or you can, like, everyone gets everyone gets storm shelters here, which is, like, basically, like, they just – and they're usually in your garage. So they basically just cut out a hole in the garage floor, and that's where it was. Hmm. But what's wild is in the, the more tornado – like people, like some people were stuck. They got the ones in their garage until we came and we'd have to lift all the debris off their storm shelter so they could get out of it. Keep it off your fuck, not attached to your house. Like take it like 60 feet away from your house in an open space, <laughs> dig a hole in the ground and then do it. And I did see in that same one, that storm was so powerful. I saw those concrete ones sucked up like mm. out of the ground. It was wild. So note to self, I don't get why you court. not have basement. Sounds good. <laughs> in I don't areas think, this happens frequently. Why would you not have basements? I don't think they can dig down here. So there might be a reason here. Like oil, I, I think like a lot of the oil gets produced in that central United States true. area as well. So you can't dig too deep with that. What you run the risk of hitting oil pockets. But isn't that like money? Did you rich though? So- yes, <laughs> but un- uh, like uncontrollable oil spewing from the earth when they're digging could cause a lot of geological problems. Yeah, but also if fun fact if you live in central Oklahoma or in the central United States where they have oil, 
when you buy a property, you do not own the mineral rights. Uh, someone else has that. <laughs> yeah. So you don't you of don't get that money. The company do. does. Uh-huh. Yeah. The yeah, government, you know, or whatever. Hong Kong, cool. Kong yeah. fooey. Yeah, I, I think wanted I'm to good. hear his craziest chase story. Go ahead. Okay. I can tell that. So that would obviously it was the one I had mentioned earlier um, where my car got back of my car got picked up. So this was, I want to say it was 2016. Um, and it was in Bridge Creek, Oklahoma. I had uh, one of my friends, Jed, with me. Um, and he's awesome. Uh, he's a nurse, but he, he was, was, I think it was his first or second time storm chasing. And we were chasing his tornado. Um, it was a wedge tornado, which those are the big ones that like just kind of look like a wedge. Uh, if you remember from Twitch, Twister, they talked about wedges in it for a little bit, mm-hmm. but it was a half mile wide tornado. It was an EF3. Um, it was a, it was a pretty large tornado, but it kind of grew into the road that we were in. I was riding parallel with it. So basically the, the tornado was basically right out this left window as I'm riding. Um, and then we kind of went to this area where there was a bunch of trees. And then when we cleared it and we got in the open, I, I realized that something was wrong and something didn't look right. And then I seen the roof of a house get ripped off in front of me. Um, and I realized quickly that I was actually on the edge of the tornado. So those big wedge tornadoes, when you're really close to them, it doesn't look like a tornado. It just looks like a lot of wind and rain and debris. And I saw the debris, realized I was in trouble, um, slammed on the brakes on my cars on a, on a clay road, slid. And then I, once I stopped, I went to go turn my car around. As I was turning my car around, we felt the whole like wind get up underneath the back of our car and it boom, lifted up, bam, hit down. And we're like, and at this point, like my friends, like, are we going to be all right? And I, I'm like laughing like a crazy person. I don't know. That's not normal, but that's just how I react. It is to not situation. normal. Like, no, not like, normal. Oh God, that was awesome. He's like, from Florida. I don't normal. give a fuck. <laughs> and so that's yeah, normal from somebody from Florida. I don't give it, a it fuck. <laughs> we ended up getting away from it and it was fine. No one got hurt. Uh, my car was all right. Um, but yeah, that was my craziest chase story. I mean, it was, uh, it was an adrenaline fun field. And, and that footage actually sold to back in the day. That was to Weather Nation. And they used it as a document, a part of a documentary. Nice. I know. Do you get storm chaser groupies? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. like, so I think as the question, could I? Yes. Do I know I'm a no. married, happily married man? No, oh, I don't. Okay. I'm, a happily, I'm, a ha- I'm a happily married man. I do not. Oh, I know he's married. Are, there is a big fandom around storm chasers and people so there worship. are groupies I mean, though oh there are because there's some really popular storm chasers i mean like i'm talking about like youtubers that have like tens of millions of followers and stuff so there are some very big storm chasers out there um and yes there are plenty of groupies to go around um, what's funny <laughs> is even, so my tiktok you would think you would think on my tiktok that it would be a, a mostly male viewers right um out of my 110,000, 68 percent of them are women so okay. I can picture them throwing their panties to you, <laughs> and they get sucked up by the tornado, hoping you know, hoping it'll land somewhere near him in the storm. Like, so listen. <laughs> um, spe- speaking of TikTok, I want to kind of connect it back to that. Um, with your TikTok, has Pete like have anyone um, reached out to you to try and collaborate, or has you know has a show like? Has the show like Storm Chasers or something like that ever tried to slide into the DMs? Or are you still just kind of the average everyday Storm Chaser, essentially? Outside of us. I would say, I would say if there was like three tiers of Storm Chasers, I'm in like tier two. Okay. Um, uh, but no, so the only people are, like other creators have reached out to me, like other TikTok creators, and they want to actually go Storm Chasing with me. So that's kind of cool. Like other ones that have kind of bigger followings, they're all white. 
didn't, I knew that was going to be yep. a question that you asked, mm-hmm. but they were all white. Um, what's funny is there's no, a few, trust there's, me, we were not going to ask that question. Sorry, we knew already. We we knew that already. Yeah. There's a, there's several uh, 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 black uh, TikTok creators that I follow, and I actually reached out to a few of them from Oklahoma and asked them if they'd storm chase. They literally flat out said no. Um, <laughs> like not like not even like they didn't even like they didn't even like entertain the idea. They were just like, nah, we're good. Um, but no, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're, TikTok is, people have reached out to me. I have something in the works, like far as what I want to do. Um, I'm working on next year, um, doing actually a TV show where I take famous musicians storm chasing. In my previous life, I was, I worked in the music industry for 15 years. So I have a lot of connections there. And I've already got a couple bands that have agreed to come out and storm chase with me. And I'm going to film some, I'm going to hire an actual video crew and we're going to do a pilot episode. And uh, first, dope. I'm gonna tr- first I'm gonna try to send it out to Viceland because I feel like it really fits on that network. And then, then if not, I'm just gonna do it on YouTube, man, because I think it's a winning idea. People would love to see if, their favorite bands and artists storm chase with them, you know. Listen, so, if, if I think if, that's if, a very good hey, idea. If Edgar. that if that blows right up to the point where you right now. if that blows up to the point where you make money, um, we gonna do a collaborate. I don't care if it's all four of us or if it's me. just me. We Evan. going. You. Evan's going to do that. It can, I, it can be. Evan, yeah. We would do collab where Evan goes with you. Yeah, yeah. It'll just be like the white guy from. I'm the token. I'm the white guy from Master Bangers. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to debate before and after on why Evan should have did that shit. <laughs> how, how long, like in a day, or a session, does Thornton take? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's not. It's not like a good 15 minutes. I'm pretty sure you, you, you're there for like hours. Oh yeah. So people I always say like, it's, it's more glamorous than it sounds like as far as like action or sitting not glamorous action packed than it sounds. Cause like I drive, let's see today. It's a uh, 1130 where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I started at eight o'clock this morning mm-hmm. and I've been in my car all day long. So I would say every, and I've been doing this for like five days straight now. So, um, so yeah, it's like 16 hour days in the car. Um, lots of driving. You have to be very comfortable um, in a car driving around. And I do it. It's a car, not a truck. I uh, chase in a, a Subaru Impreza because it gets 38 miles to the gallon and it's all-wheel drive and can kind of go anywhere. Nice. You spoke to the I heart of every white Subaru. girl in Oregon right there saying, I drive a Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right into a tornado. All right. Uh, last thing. Uh, you want to shout your social media handles? Sure, yeah. Uh, on TikTok, Edgar Lance or Edgar the Storm Chaser. Um, so yeah, Edgar the Storm Chaser, and then on TikTok, I mean, wait, did I already say that? My brain's so messed up. TikTok, Edgar the Storm Chaser on Instagram, Edgar Lance Photo. But really, okay. if you just go to my TikTok, I have link trees and every one of my social media. So if you find one of them, you can get in my link tree and find all the other ones. And and for people that that's watching us, you want to show off your merch? Yeah, sure. Like uh, Edgar Lance the Storm, I have like all kinds of different stuff. This is Edgar the Storm Chaser shirt. Uh, that's on my link tree as well. Um, I also have ones that just have, uh, uh, they're called front porch storm chasers. And I have them for a bunch of different states. But basically what it has is a beer, a lawn chair, and a tornado. And that's all that's on the shirt. And that's the front porch storm chaser shirts. And like, so like the Oklahoma one has an outline of Oklahoma with a, you know, with the, the uh, beer and the lawn chair and the tornado on it. And I have them for Texas, Missouri, all the tornado states. I love the yeah, shirt because the storms are right over your nipples. Yeah. 
They are kind of like. I was just about to say that. That shit like this shit is fucking amazing. What's funny is like you know I I don't think a guy well no one one of my guy friends bought the shirt but mostly girls have bought the shirts and I was like I probably positioned these in a really poor place for that. No, you position them in the right right, right place, place, my friend. Right place. (laughs) That's super smart. And I like how I like how on brand it is. I like how on brand it is because he's wearing the same glasses. That are on the shirt. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I like literally made this in like two minutes. <laughs> I just is, took though, a. I literally just took a picture of my face with my iPhone, mm. put it into Photoshop, made it look like that, and then put the text. I like did it in like 15 minutes. Nice. I probably, we get I probably it. You're technologically advanced. We understand. No, sir. <laughs> I think you did a great job. I love that t-shirt. That's, that's I appreciate it. I like uh, that t-shirt is on point, bro. Everybody knows I'm a t-shirt fan. I will have that in my collection. Shock. Very very soon. Hey, and they're good too. Like I, I, I don't mess with them. They're all American Apparel. Like I, you got to get the good quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Can't be getting on cheap shirts, you know. So, so with that, yeah, being- you don't want to get sucked up in a tornado or something ghetto shit. So yeah, facts. <laughs> Imagine chasing the tornado and it just rip your cheap shirt T-shirt off. Like. <laughs> yeah, bye. With that being said, we want to thank Edgar for the second time being on the show. The guest, we wish you all the best of luck. Please don't get sucked into a tornado because uh, I don't want to do a memorial show. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me on again. Mm-hmm. I love, I love the channel. Masturbators is legit. Uh, the name, first of all, fantastic. <laughs> and then second of all, like it's just a, it's a fun like, you know, there's a lot of like weirdo like stuff going on in the world, and this yeah. is just like a fun show. You can like just want to, I like it. I can just watch it and laugh. We like, literally, you, you know, we literally started the show as comedic, uh, as comedic relief during yeah, and that's a time of need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I really appreciate that. That's. I, th- I feel like more people need to be doing that. Uh, just, you know, just to give everyone a break from how crazy this world is. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, so, again, we want to thank Edgar. Uh, like, uh, we hope, we, I'm not, not going to lie, I, I really do hope to have you on for a third time to talk about your photography. Your photography is fucking amazing. I would, you know, listen, his pictures, if you ever seen his pictures. He has a good eye. Oh, my goodness. It's fucking amazing. I, I think you was, I think you were on a cliff, like, yesterday, I think, and you took some pictures off, off of a cliff and something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I went. Yeah. Yeah, I was wild. I had a day off, so your I went to pictures, na- national park. So your pictures look so good, and I'm over here just so like shooting on an A6400, and I'm like, my shit don't look half the fucking quality of Edgar's. Actually, yeah, that's a better that's a better camera than I got. My God, actually, Edgar did take some pictures of me when we when we did the uh, first met. Yeah, when we first met, like some great pictures of me. Uh, uh, the hang glide, not hang glide, but the uh, zip lining and with my glasses on, like it, it amazing ass pictures. So I do hope to have you on again. Suck like the pictures. You are a great person. Don't get sucked up in tornado. Um, yeah, and I, hope, I hope to have I hope to have Evan on my show one day. Hell yeah! I want to take him and show him a tornado. So let's Hell fucking yeah. do it. Yeah, Evan. I'll be the first person to run right into that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Evan. I believe I can fly. With that being said, uh, stay tuned for next week where we'll be having uh, uh, the other better half of the Hematake. Uh, mm. Alexis, uh, Alexis Hematake will be uh, on our guest next week. Uh, Evan's wife. Uh, we will do. We're gonna do some, some surprise uh, episode. Uh, so, uh, we're gonna do some surprise topics next week. <laughs> With that being said, my name is DeAndre Robinson, and remember, because of pride, kiss whoever the fuck you want. Facts. Uh, and also, next week is Juneteenth. Okay, I, I, I can't. I can't stick it anymore. Next week is definitely Juneteenth. Uh, next Saturday is Juneteenth. So shout out to Juneteenth. Um, and actually, on Juneteenth will be my fourth year officially in Oregon. 
So oh damn, and word. and June twentieth is uh, is Father's Day too. Yeah, that that thing. My name is DeAndre Robinson, and these are my friends. Say goodbye, friends. What's up, guys? Once again, uh, it's your boy Evan Hamataki. Um, I'm halfway to being Captain America. My my calves are already there. My other super serum will be in two and a half weeks. So, uh, stay safe, my friends. Stay uh, stay hydrated. And Edgar, please don't die. I will try not to. Hey, this is your boy CJ, aka Craig Robinson, stunt double. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Take your panties off. You do like All right, guys. You do like another Robinson. episode in the books with these crazy people. Thank you for listening, for watching. Edgar, thank you so much for joining us. You are so dope. I can't stress that enough. Um, scared of what you do, but I think it's cool that you do it. <laughs> I just can't watch you doing it, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, like porn. But... <laughs> Not like porn, okay? Because <laughs> that's literally what you watch. Um, it, it's anyway, anyway. Now that Dre has completely ruined my outro, it's it's your girl Cam. You guys have a great weekend, safe time, and for everyone that is that I know, let's like Evan. If you take the you know shots and become a zombie, I promise to put you out of your misery. Straight to the head. It's because I love you. Straight to the head. <laughs> Because I love you. <laughs> Make it quick. Edgar the Storm Chaser here again. I really appreciate Masturbators for having me on. I can't wait to uh, see you guys, or, or see Evan out on the, um, the field with me. Um, and I look forward to y'all's next episode. I'll be watching. Oh, 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 oh